Today's Word Podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you today's word for August 28th, 2018. I'm teaching a brand new series entitled Standing on a Word from God. This kind of flows in the vein of the last series that we taught. Well, we're now really kind of taking it to another level. We studied the parable of the sower, and now we're going to look at the lives of different people in Scripture that stood on a word from God. We're going to start with Abraham. So I'm calling this God picked you. I actually was teaching on this this past weekend. And so this kind of flows in that same vein. I was dealing with Abraham's grandson, Joseph, but I'm going to deal with Abraham today. So yesterday we looked at Abraham's call from Genesis chapter one, verses one, two, and three. I want to go back to that call today. So this is Genesis chapter one, verses one, two, and three from the easy to read version. Once again, this is God picked you. Here we go. Um, The Lord said to Abram, leave your country and your people. Leave your father's family and go to a country that I'm going to show you. Now, I will build from you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name famous. People will use your name to bless other people. I will bless those that bless you. I will curse those that curse you. And I will use you to bless all the people on the planet. All the families of the earth shall be blessed through you. You heard all those eyes in that thing? That was God saying, I'm going to do it. 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 It wasn't that Abraham picked God. It was that God picked Abraham. God picked you. What does this mean to you today on this Tuesday morning? I have four things to share with you today. I really believe these things are going to be a blessing to you. Something that you can think about, ponder, kind of like meditate on. Something that God can speak to you about. It's your purpose. Why you're on this planet. We all kind of have that desire. We all think about why am I here? Well, you are here for such a time as this. You are here because God picked you. He picked you for a specific assignment. And our, our role is to discover it, is to develop into it, and then to deploy into it, right? So, so we got to discover it. We got to be developed for it and then deploy into it. You find it, you follow it, you finish it. That's the goal before you die. So um, four things to share with you this morning as relates to purpose, and I'm connecting it to Abraham. Four things. Number one, Abraham did nothing to earn or to deserve his call. Now think about it. Yesterday we dealt with Abraham, who he was. He, he was. he was a man, 75 years old. His wife was 65 years old. He was living in Ur of the Chaldeans. We don't know much about him, but those people were idol worshipers. Chances are he was an idol worshiper. That's about it. That's all we know. God didn't call him because he did something right. God didn't call him because it's documented all the things that he did to earn or to deserve the call. No, God called him by his unearned and amazing grace. It's not a matter of performance. You must be delivered from performance-based religion. You got to open up your heart to the grace of God. The call had nothing to do with Abraham's performance. The, The call had nothing to do with Abraham, anything Abraham did or failed to do. The call had everything to do with God and his unearned and his amazing grace. And guess what? The same can be said of you. God called you because not because you're so good, but because he's so good. He calls us because he wants to bless us, because he wants to bless us, because he made plans for us before the world began. Number two, in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul gives us a better understanding of this. Now, if anyone, you could say, um, really kind of lived their lives opposite of the call, it was Paul, right? So he spent his early years being prepared for something, developing a a name for himself that later he was actually going to have to die to. 
So, so God called you and God called you to do something. And if you spend your life like Paul did becoming someone else, then when you're born again, now you got to die to the person that you became on your own so that you could become the person that God called you to be. Uh, so, so the apostle Paul had to die to all of that stuff so he can embrace who God called him to be. But even with that, if, when you look at what he was doing, he was fighting against the cause of Christ and then God called him to the cause of Christ. If anybody could say, man, I should have disqualified myself, it was Paul. But you cannot disqualify yourself from something you never qualify for. In Galatians 1 and 15, Paul said, you know what? God called me from my mother's womb. Even before I did all the bad stuff that I did, God called me. God called me before I was born. God called me before I ever took my one breath. God called me before I ever did anything wrong. And God knew all the wrong things I was going to do anyway. And he called me. He did not call me based on my performance. He called me based on his grace. So in 2 Timothy 1 and 9, he's writing to his son. He says that God saved us and called us to a holy calling so that our lives could be about him and not about us. It could be about something that's bigger than just me and my selfish desires so that my life can be about him and his purpose, the purpose that he had for me from the foundations of the world. So God saved us and called us to a holy calling. Paul says, not according to our own works, not according to our own performance, not according to anything that we did, but according to his own purpose and his own grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the world began. He gave us this grace before the world began. So no, it's not about you and your performance. It's about God and God's purpose. And so we must die to and accept the purpose. God, yet well before you pick God. Yesterday I told you that August 27, 1995, I gave my life to Jesus. Well before I picked God, God picked me. Well before you picked God, God picked you. Number three, God's purpose is God's idea. It's not your idea. God's purpose for your life is his idea, not yours. If you look at Abraham's call, once again, if you read it, it has everything to do with God and not Abraham. God was saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to bless all the families of the earth through you. I'm the one. I'm going to curse those that curse you. I'm going to bless those that bless you. This is what I want to do. <laughs> and so it's God's idea, not our idea. We have to live our lives pursuing purpose. And when we do, we're living God's idea, not our idea. And then it puts all the emphasis on God. It also puts the pressure on him because if it's his will, it's his bill. So we're going to need things that we don't have, but that's okay because he called us to do it. And, and wherever there is vision, then God already prepared the provision. You know what I'm saying? So we don't have to, uh, uh, you know, stress and struggle and strain over coming up with something that God knows that we need since he called us to do it. He has to provide it. So, but when your life is all about you, if it's your will, then it's your bill. Then if you're pursuing what you want to do, then you have to come up with the stuff. But when I'm pursuing what God wants me to do, then he has to release the stuff that he already came up with, that he already provided, that he already stored up for me before the world began. So it's about God, God's idea, not ours. See, purpose, look at me for a minute. Purpose cannot be decided because, you know, well, I, I think I want to do this. I want to do this. I, I decide to. No, no. Purpose cannot be decided because God decided before the world began. Therefore, purpose must be discovered. What you do is you discover your purpose. You, you, you get a revelation of who you are. God revealed to you the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world. You don't choose your purpose. You must discover it because God chose you. Once again, you've been picked. 
So you don't choose what to do. You don't choose your divine assignment. God chose you before the world began. So you got to open up your heart to discover it. There are some things that you are, you are just gifted to do. There are some things that you have an innate ability to do. There are some things that you can do that without even struggling. Why? Because you were born for this. Glory to God. There are some things I was born to. I was born. One of the things I was born to do is I was born to preach the gospel. Glory to God. And when I'm preaching the gospel, when I'm doing what I'm doing right now, this is my most natural state. This is God's uh, uh, best use for me. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm doing what God called me to do, it is is not effortless, but it's sweatless because God called me to do this thing. This is who I am. I am operating in my divine assignment. And, and so when you're doing what God called you to do is never work. Listen, I get up early. I go to sleep late. There's a lot of things that 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 I have to do, you know, to fulfill my assignment. But it's never work. It's a it's an it's an enjoyment. It's a pleasure when you are doing what it is that God called you to do. Matter of fact, and then when I'm doing what God called me to do, not just on the, from the preaching perspective, but even uh, in corporate America, I enjoy what I do. And then you, when you get paid for it, that's even better. Glory to God. So you're just doing what it is that God called you to do. You discover this thing and you walk it out. You don't choose your purpose. You discover it. Number four. And finally, I have four things to share with you. And then I'm done. Pursuing purpose can only be done by faith. Now, this last point is something that a lot of times we would like, you know, for it not to be the case. Uh, but pursuing purpose can only be done by faith. Let me explain. God is not going to give you all the answers. Now, I would, I would rather God gave me all the answers, but it doesn't work like that. So God told Abraham to go somewhere, and he didn't tell him where he was going. Um, God told him, listen, you're going to have to leave what you know, the known, and go and launch out into the unknown. And he was calling him to a place, but then he didn't tell him where he was going. He was calling him to do something, but then he didn't tell him what he was going to do. <laughs> and so, so he had to leave. He had to launch out. He had to do this thing by faith. And, and that's how God does with us. Um, he was like, I want you to go somewhere. I want you to do. God will, God will give you a glimpse, but he won't give you the whole story. He won't give you all the answers. You know why? Because the life of faith is a journey. It's a journey of discovery. On the one hand, you could see this as a bad thing and say, well, you know, I don't like this thing because I would rather God just tell me everything up front. Well, then how fun? I mean, how much fun would that be? Right. You could you could dread the fact that God doesn't give you all the answers or you can enjoy it. You can embrace it. You could be like, you know what? This is amazing. This is the life of faith. You know, I have an idea of what I think God is going to do. But when it happens, Ephesians 3 and 20, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ask or think or even imagine. You know what? When it finally happens, it's probably going to be better than I imagined. So I'm enjoying the journey. I'm walking this things out. I I'm excited. It can happen at any time. You just never know what God is going to do in my life. God could just bless me real good. And so, so I'm excited. You, you wake up every morning with a, a level of expectation because you are enjoying the journey. You are enjoying the ride. If God gave you all the answers, then you wouldn't need faith. How fun would that be? No, there's a certain level of mystery to walking with God. There's sometimes where God will tell you what he's going to do just because he, you know, whatever in this particular season, there are other times where he, he won't say nothing. There, there are times where he'll say, where he'll reveal certain aspects of something that he wants you to do. Other times he won't say a thing. And there's a certain level of mystery to walking with God. And you won't really kind of understand, get all the answers until you get to heaven. So for why you down here? Yeah, you could be like, oh man, this is messed up. Or you can enjoy it. God, if you're in Christ, you're going to make it to heaven. But God doesn't want you j just to go to heaven. God wants you to enjoy the ride. So enjoy the journey. Embrace it. This is the life of faith. 
God is going to do everything that he said he's going to do in your life. It shall come to pass if you don't give up. That's Galatians 6 and 9. What you don't want to do is give up. You want to live every day with an expectation of the manifestation of the promises of God in your life. You are who God said you are, and you will do what God said you would do because God is going to manifest it in the fullness of time. This is the life of faith you've been picked. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Open up your mouth and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. You made plans for me before the world began. You did not call me based on my performance. You called me based on your unearned grace. I embrace the call. I pursue it by faith. I know you will not give me all the answers up front. I know you're going to lead me to a place where I have no one to rely on but you. I know you will get me to the point where if you don't do it, it won't get done. But instead of dreading those situations, I welcome them. I embrace the life of faith. I look forward to the journey. I enjoy the ride. You picked me, Father, and I'm thankful for it. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. There's a big subscribe button there. As you head into this day, man, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. Don't dread it. Yes, God is not going to give you all the answers, but you know what? You'll know what you need to know when you need to know it. <laughs> so for now, just embrace it, enjoy it. And before you leave the screen, share this message with someone that you know. God bless you.